0: to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and as always, I am really grateful that you are here. This podcast truly is coming directly from my heart, and it is all about sharing stories so that you know, recognize, and really realize you are not alone. We are in this together, and throughout life, we can do so much more together than we ever can by ourselves which is why there is also a Soul Circle community space. And I would love for you to come by and hang out. It is off of social media, which is one thing that I truly love about it. Because when you are there, you're there. You're not distracted and kind of popping around to other pages or sites. You are just deep in the community and you can feel the love that is there. So come on by. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website. JenniferBeltoff.com. Now, this week, I wanted to talk about something that has come up in a self-discovery class that I am taking, and I think I mentioned this class before on the podcast. But it is on Zoom, and we are really digging deep into who we are. And you would think, oh my goodness, shouldn't you know who you are by now? <laughs> like you've traveled a long journey in life, how do you not know? But what I love about this class is that it's peeling back the layers. And it's really allowing me to see who I am, why I might be doing certain things, and how I can shift so that I can really stand fully and deeply in who I want the world to see me. Because that is my true, real, authentic self. And one of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago is this idea of the roles that we play in our life. And just take a moment to think about that. Think about the different roles that you may play. And you might think, oh, there's not really many. But I have to tell you, as I started to sit down and list them out, I was like, wow, I wear a lot of different hats in this world. I play many different roles. Some of the ones that came up for me, mom, was one of the first ones. And that's a brand new one for me. It is one that I am still figuring out and I think will forever (laughs) be figuring out. But it's a new journey, a new role. And with that role comes many different responsibilities, things that I have to tend to, things that I need to pay attention to that I didn't have to before. This idea and need for having to put someone else's needs before my own. The mom role is, is a big one, and it really, truly affects all aspects of my life. And some of my other roles were sister. I have a couple of brothers, three to be exact, and I'm a sister to them. I'm also a daughter, an aunt to all of my nieces and nephews. I am a friend, a partner to Dustin. I am a cousin, and yet also at the same time, I am an account manager at work, and the role and the hat that I wear there looks very different than the role that I play within my family. I'm also playing the role of Girl Scout leader, podcast host, right? Right here, right now, writing teacher, community guide love notes collaborator. I don't know if collaborator is the right word, but yeah, that's another role that I play. And when I look at all of these roles, I can see how I am showing up in them in different ways and how I'll shift my personality in a way, depending upon the role that I am in. The way that I walk into my house and am a partner and a mom is very different to the way that I walk into the office as an account manager. Very different. But looking at even the differences, there is also still a lot of similarities. And that similarity is that it's me. I am that person walking in, regardless to the space, regardless to the role that I am in in that exact moment. It's me, all of me. But I notice and see the areas where I'm not giving all of me. I might be holding back. And definitely, I see that I do this often. And it is one big thing that has been coming up in this self-discovery class. And I can look back in my life, most definitely, when I was younger. And see all the ways that I did try to make myself smaller try to blend into the background, and simply just be an observer. I was a big observer of everything, an observer of what was going on in my family, what was happening in school, if I was out in public watching people, observing, and just taking it all in. And still to this day, that skill set of being an observer is one that is with me. When I am in a room, I could kind of see what's going on all around, and it might look like I'm focused on one particular thing, but my sensors are up. I'm paying attention to everything. But I see now as that observer, you can't always just be the observer. You also have to be a contributor. You have to share your thoughts, your opinions, your feelings. You can't always just hide quietly in the background you can for sure. I don't want to say you can't. You can do that. But there's a whole different sense of connecting that happens when you allow yourself to open up and be seen. And I can see all the different ways that I've allowed myself to be seen in my life, ways that I have put myself out there and open these doors in different ways. And at the same time, can also see ways that I'm still kind of standing in that shadow, watching, not contributing, being there, but not really truly being there because I'm not involved. And it really has been an incredible journey for me when I think back to kind of when the doors opened and I decided to step a little bit, a little bit more into the light. I did something truly unexpected for me. A couple of things, actually. The first thing was starting my blog online. And it's so funny because when I did start that, I I mean, it's the internet, right? Anyone can read it. But in my mind, it was like, who's going to actually find this? It's like finding a needle in a haystack. How are you possibly going to find my tiny little blog? And on that blog, I did something that I love to do, which was pairing together photographs and my writing. And it gave me this beautiful outlet to be able to show up and share my heart. When I go back now and read some of those posts, I got to tell you, I cringe because it's like, oh, it's like reading your high school journal. Oh, I don't know. It's a little embarrassing. but. I was showing up. I was putting myself out there. And the wild thing is people did find it. Still to this day, I really don't know how that happened. I wasn't proactively sharing it. The only person at the time that knew that I had this blog was my boyfriend at the time. I didn't let anybody else know. And somehow it got discovered. It got discovered by some of my friends, some strangers and also one of my brothers. And when my one brother found it, that was a big moment for me. For a couple of reasons. One was that he was seeing me for who I was, without that filter, without that kind of standing in the darkness. It was just me in all of my glory. And there was something to be said about that. And What was amazing and incredible about it was that he saw me in that way and there was zero judgment. There was actually almost a sense of awe for my willingness to show up the way that I did. And there was this, I think, a new new look at me, you know, seeing me in my authentic self. And then I did something even bigger and bolder. I made a little video of me dancing. And that is big and bold for me because prior to that, you would not find me even really getting up at the dance floor at a family wedding. I just, I wasn't confident in myself. And so even though I wanted to dance and put myself out there, I didn't do it. I allowed myself again to just shrink into the background. and putting this video out there. It was a short, you know, little video, but it was a big, bold move because a bunch of my coworkers at the time found it. And the best part was there was no teasing about it. There was like teasing in like that fun, kind way, but there was also this new outlook that they had on who I am and seeing me for this individual who was just showing up there and putting herself out there. And that's brave and it's bold and it's wild. And it was really those two things that were a huge turning point in my life. Because it opened this idea to me that I could be who I am and share it with the world. And I would be fully embraced and loved for it. And of course, you're always going to find those people who are going to judge you and who are going to say, what are you doing? But who cares about them? They are not really truly important. When I was there standing truly fully in myself and being embraced, I felt lighter inside. I felt more like me. There was this this freedom to it. And when you get a little taste of that, you kind of you want more of it you want to feel that freedom more often and i just continued putting myself out there allowing the world to see jennifer beltoff for exactly who she was and it really opened up a brand new a brand new world for me one where i saw that i didn't have to be the quiet one Yes, I'm always still going to be shy and more reserved. I'm going to think before I speak. I'm not just going to blurt things out. You're not going to see me really wanting to be the full center of attention. But I'm going to engage with you. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be present. I'm going to really listen to what you have to say. And I'm going to contribute and be a part of the conversation. And. I'm going to stand authentically in who I am. And that is a person who laughs at corny jokes, who loves to send postcards, be outside in the fresh air, ride my bike, sit with my journal in the morning and pull my angel cards. All the things that I love to do make up who I am. And I want to stand fully and deeply in that. And I, as I'm going through the self-discovery class, you know, I thought that I got there, that I was really, truly showing up as myself. But as we're peeling back the layers and all sorts of things are coming up, I can see that there's still areas where I'm not fully doing that. And it was really eye-opening for me. And it makes me want to pause to take a breath, to give myself that moment and see where am I not doing it? Why am I not doing it? And how can I kind of shift it and really give myself that permission to know who I am matters. The way I show up in the world really matters. And The only way to be is to be myself. And that statement rings true for you as well. You matter. The way you show up in the world matters. And the only way for you to really truly be here is for you to be you. Because that is exactly what the world needs. And so I'm examining this, I'm looking at it, and it's something that I am actively working on right now. How can I stand a little bit taller, a little bit more in my authenticity and just share myself from that place of truth? And it's exciting because even though it's something I think I've been doing great, I can see where there is this area for improvement and it's a little nerve wracking, right? Because anything we do that pushes us outside of our comfort zone definitely has that bit of nervousness with it. Yet it also feels really empowering and exciting because I know who I am now. When I was younger, I was kind of figuring that out. I was trying all sorts of things on for size. But now I found, you know, the things that fit, the things that really, truly light me up. I have learned over the years what my specific gifts are. And Every single one of us has them, and they're not the same. They're different in so many ways, but it's really important to identify those gifts and to be truthful and honest with yourself and really know that, yeah, those are your gifts. Celebrate them. Be in them. And so that's where I am now, looking to really fully step Deeply into my authentic self. And in all of these roles that I am in my life, be that authentic me. And yeah, of course, I mean, we're always going to turn things on and off in certain ways, depending on certain situations. That's absolutely necessary. But it doesn't mean that I need to shrink in places because I don't feel worthy enough. No, enough of that story. There's no need for shrinking in any place. I can stand up tall, I can lift my head up, look you right in the eye, and know that I'm worthy of being in this situation, and what I have to say matters. And it's important, important to know that. Another interesting thing that recently came up in regards to roles, I was thinking of this idea that sometimes we fall into a role that is unexpected. One that if you were to write your story from the beginning of time, you would think, oh, this would never be a role that I'm gonna have to fill. Nope, not gonna happen. And then it happens, and you're kind of thrown for a loop. And that role for me, and I don't even I don't have like a name for it. But when my mom passed away, things shifted in the dynamic of our family. My mom was the glue. 110%. She was the one who would invite us over for holidays. She would be the one to have us over for our birthdays, to cook us our favorite meal, barbecues in the backyard, all these things of bringing us together. She was that one who was constantly doing it. And she did it with such ease from our perspective and so much joy. She just wanted you to be there. And it wasn't going to be, you know, this huge, fancy thing. It was, come on over for pizza. We're going to make hamburgers in the backyard. We're going to use paper plates. You know, it wasn't fancy. Because it wasn't about the food. It was simply about being there together. That's what was really, truly important to her. And so she was constantly doing that with us. Doing it in big ways, like holidays. And then just smaller ways throughout the year. And when she passed away, our family was left with this void of that person who really pulled us all together. And being the only girl in the family, I have three brothers, I feel as if I had to slide into that role. That if I didn't do it, it wouldn't happen. And just in the way that, you know, guys aren't the best at planning for, for things. They're not really thinking about getting together for the holidays or even just, you know, that backyard barbecue. I, I just don't think it's, I don't know, a strong suit for them. And so I took on this role. And I am the one who kind of pushes us to gather, to get together to not allow those holidays just to pass by and us kind of doing our own thing, but inviting them into my home for these moments. And it's a role that I don't mind at all playing. But then there are those times when you're just like, oh, I wish mom was here. I wish I could just show up at her house and she would have everything taken care of. Because she was so good at that. And I feel like I had to slide into this role, but I don't have the skill set that she had. And it's, it's challenging. It's challenging to have to be in a role and not feel like you're qualified for it. And then also there comes that narrative that you're almost, I should say you, I <laughs> say to myself, who am I to be doing this? I'm not doing it good enough. I should be doing it differently. And just going down that rabbit hole of negativity. Last night, I was sitting in my living room counting the plastic eggs that we have because we're going to have an Easter egg hunt here for my nieces and nephews. And it really, truly that feeling of my mom washed over me. And in that moment, I felt so deeply like her because this is exactly what she would have done. She would have been the one to host the egg hunt and have us over and hide all the eggs and put things inside the eggs that you would wonder, what were you thinking? (laughs) But you just embraced it because it was her and it was what she was doing. And it was a really comforting feeling to, to feel that, to feel like I was her. That this idea of tradition, this idea of putting family first, making sure to take time to get together, knowing that it doesn't have to be fancy. It can just be ordering pizza, everybody bringing a dessert. It doesn't have to take a lot of planning and time and energy because the most important part is being together. And it really wasn't until last night that I started to feel a comfort in having taken on this role when before I almost felt like I was an autopilot doing it. Not autopilot, but more of doing it because I wanted to make her proud. I wanted her to know that we were going to continue on what she had ingrained in us. That just because she left us way too early, that that wasn't going to stop. That what she had taught us, we really heard, And we're going to make that a priority and we're going to do it. And that I would be the one to lead the charge in that. And I'm really, truly okay with that. But last night, it just, I don't know, it felt a little bit different. It felt peaceful. It felt calming. It felt right. And I don't know if it is because now I have Emma and I'm a mom myself and I'm seeing myself in this role of motherhood and really, truly appreciating all that she had done for us in this brand new lens that I never truly had before. And yeah, I, you know, I got it like a lot of things she did, but I didn't have this deep appreciation that I'm finding myself now kind of unearthing and even just thinking back to when she had me, you know, if I think of the way that I'm showing up for Emma, the way that I'm loving on her and just, you know, snuggling her and feeding her and playing with her and knowing that my mom was doing all of those things with me when I was small. And you, you don't remember it because you were so tiny. But from the very beginning, she was ingraining in me all this love and trust and comfort. And what an incredible gift. And it's something I never truly appreciated before because it was just kind of, it was what it was, right? And now I see how much energy that takes to give and she did it not only with me but with my three brothers. And wow, incredible. An absolutely incredible amount of respect that I have for what she what she has done for us our whole entire lives. The things she taught us, the way she showed up for us, all of it. Absolutely incredible. And so sliding into this role in her absence, it gives me the sense of pride that I I can be her, that I can do the things that she did, that I can show up with this love and hopefully, hopefully allow those people that are entering my home to feel that love as well and to know that the door is always open. In our house growing up, the door was always open. And that was literal. It was never locked. <laughs> you could walk in the back door anytime. But figuratively, like anyone, come on by. The door is open. And, you know, there, there was this sense of welcoming, no matter who you were. You were welcome in our home. And I want people to feel that way here that welcoming, that warm fuzziness, that sense where you can make yourself at home. Go into the refrigerator and grab something to drink. Open the cabinets and find what you're looking for. My home is your home. Be comfortable here. That's really how I want people to feel. And so it's a role that was completely unexpected, but I feel honored to be able to stand in it And hope that I am living up to her expectations, (laughs) you know, hope that she sees all the heart that I'm putting into it because of her. And so I just invite you, encourage you to think about the roles that you play, the ones that, you know, you're in every day, but also the ones that might be unexpected, the ones that you have to show up and do. And it might be hard. They might not be the easy ones at all but you're showing up and you're doing them. Mm. I am so grateful for you guys just being here, listening to my stories as I share my heart and catching all of it. It means the absolute world to me. And as I have been doing every week, I'm going to pull a card that we can tuck into our pockets this week. One that you can hold on to and use as a tailman, talesman for the week ahead. And so as I shuffle, I just invite you to close your eyes, to take in a deep breath, allow calm and comfort to wash over you, and be open to receiving whatever message we are about to get. And this week's card is do the work. Oh, oh, interesting. Now let's see what this is all about. Do the work. Hmm. And the book says, if you are wondering whether to move forward or not, this card is a message from your angels to continue on. You might feel that your current situation requires more time and energy than you are able to give. And there's a good chance that you are feeling disheartened or even drained. It's important to know that everything involved in the situation is pivotal to your growth expansion, and spiritual connection. This card invites you to switch on the light you have within. It's time to be a star, to rise up, to get behind the wheel and drive the journey of your life. Yes, energy is going to be needed to hustle and push, but every single effort you make will pay off. Right now, you are sending out a signal, and that will create a wave that can lay the foundation for the rest of your life. <laughs> it, it never ceases to amaze me how these cards are, are so aligned, so aligned even with what I was chatting about in the beginning of the podcast, talking about standing in your authenticity. That's your work. You being who you are and how it is so important for you to do that. And it, when you are doing that, you are switching on that light inside you. And my goodness, it's not easy to show up and do the work, right? There's a price that has to be paid. That price is time. It's effort. It's this feeling of uncomfortableness. This wondering, why is it so hard? But man, action, effort, surrender, trust, all of it is really what is needed to come together so that you can do the work. And whatever that work looks like for you, is it standing in your authenticity? Is it stepping into this higher version of yourself? Whatever it is, I invite you and encourage you to do it. If there's something that you might need to let go of, maybe that's part of the work. Maybe it's time to drop it and move on, or maybe it's time to dig really deep into it and see it across the finish line. Only you will truly know. But when you show up, when you're ready, and you're willing to do the work, you're going to move. You're going to move up to wherever this next level is for you. How amazing and wonderful and beautiful that is. So hold on to that for this week. Pay attention to it. Where are those areas that you can do the work? Where does it need to happen? Oh, thank you so much for being here. My heart is filled with gratitude. I will be back next week with a brand new episode, but until then have a wonderful week ahead and we will talk soon.